0: Good morning, here we are, Fellowship Day 157. Last time I spoke to you it was a Wednesday on day 154. No recordings on the Thursday, the Friday or the Monday for days 155, 156 and 157. I seem to be up and down like a yo-yo with my promise and attempts to be here daily, Um, but after. Last Wednesday's recording I got a message from my wife saying that our daughter had a persistent cough at nursery um, and that the nursery didn't want to take any chances. They wanted us to come and get her, take her home. Uh, Depending on when you're listening to this, you won't win any prizes for guessing what the concern was. Uh, namely, the nursery didn't want to take chances and certainly we didn't that my daughter might have picked up Covid um, and therefore be infectious to other kids around her and of course we wanted to be able to look after her as best we could so essentially all plans for that they got dropped, I booked a PCR test at a local test centre near our home. We picked up our daughter from nursery, took her home took her for a rather horribly invasive test, one I didn't actually fully appreciate. Like many things, didn't fully appreciate it until I had to do it myself for a number of reasons. Firstly, it wasn't a very nice experience to say the least, to take essentially a cotton bud swab um, and dance it around the back of my daughter's throat as she quietly but bravely gagged without crying and then had to do the same thing again in her nose up till I could feel the push against the cartilage, both horrible, both uh, felt very overly invasive but it was a case of needs must at that time. Thankfully and within the day, within 24 hours we got a test result back saying that it was negative. Um, it also happened around the same time that she, like I did when I was little, suffers from the occasional nosebleed and we suspected she might have you know, swallowed some of that blood or aspirated it so that she was coughing it back up out of her throat and out of her lungs a little bit. Um, that, that sounds a lot worse than it actually is. Um, but in in any case, then goes my phone, but in any case, that was the start of a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday attempting to work from home, and indeed Monday this week as well. I uh, made that decision just so that the disruption was minimal. I could spend as much time with my daughter, with my family, helping out at home as I could before coming back into the office. And that brings us to today's theme. It reminded me of something I'd written a while back about the difference between plans and strategies. And one thing about uh, this sort of fellowship is... Well, essentially, at the point of applying for it, being able to show and demonstrate long-term thinking, long-term planning, uh, assignment of tasks to certain team members, including myself. When are certain projects going to get done? When are going or when are people that I'm hiring going to overlap with one another? Where are the milestones for certain tasks getting done? Where are our flags in the ground to say that that's a job done we can move on to the next thing? And anyone who's done anything like this will know the deep sigh that comes with hearing the term Gantt chart. That seems to be one of the go-to elements with which you apparently show your ability for this long-term thinking and I certainly did that and to be honest I still do on occasion refer to it to see where we are now versus to the whimsically ambitious plan that I had in place nearly two years ago when I first put this fellowship bid together before it was anywhere near a success. The cynical way of putting this is that Gantt charts are art but they're not the art of war. Um, a lot of people just plain don't like them. Uh, they feel they're needless or just m- poorly misrepresented, uh, not representative, I should say. Um, but you need to go deeper than that to understand what I'm getting at. So I say they're they're art, but not the art of war. So they can be very colourful. They'll, you know, they'll cover several cells of a, a nicely put together table inside your spreadsheet package. Um, and look beautiful and staged and dressed for success they're artistic they're art but they're not the art of war they're not the ability to step back and see the bigger picture and a picture that isn't static but dynamic plans are good if outside factors don't change around you but things change all the time and the I think the, one of the real skills in leadership, as far as I understand it, is the ability to dance with the outside changes that aren't within your control, to practice the, the art of war, as in thinking about strategies as opposed to plans. Your original Gantt chart in your fellowship might have been plan A. The Art of War requires you to think about plans B, C, D, E, all the way through to Z or Z, depending on what part of the world you're from, and perhaps even beyond. It's the ability not to stick to the plan, but to have a flexible strategy towards your goal. I think, you know, in my case, as I've just described with, you know, having... Plans for last week knocked out the water with what happened to my daughter. There were still ways to move forward in the goals of my fellowship, the things that I selfishly wanted to do for professional reasons. Without sticking to what my original plan was for that week, or the week later, things had to change. Um, you know, they had the kindness of my team members to help take on certain roles that I couldn't um, when delegated tasks to them that they're more than capable of leading on. Um, I pulled some other tasks forward that were easier to do from home. All of it was different from what I might have artistically put down in a to-do list or a Gantt chart for the previous week or so. But all of it was changing day to day just because of what happened. But all of it, another button in there, was still moving towards the goals of what we wanted to achieve. So, you know, I I spent a lot of time programming because it was a nice solitary task that I could do from home. I finished reviewing a research paper. You know, all things that would have been in a different order um, had the week gone smoothly. But this is something, this is just one, perhaps over... draw an example here of things that are likely to happen a lot especially over the course of a long-term fellowship this is something that um, you know are very likely to be doing for the next four if not seven years and beyond that's very long term that's longer than many people have got left to live to put it over dramatically and so in that time given that it's a long time the chances are relatively high that more of these unexpected changes from the outside, the uncontrolled factors are going to influence what I thought the plan was and what we as a team could achieve. All the while, underneath what looks like a stationary plan is a dynamic strategy. And it's with that dynamism, that ability to dance with the change That you can always move forward, even if it's not in a straight line. So perhaps that's the thing to consider today. How can you keep moving forward, even if it's not in the straight line that you originally drew? Have a good day. I'll see you again tomorrow, I hope. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, You'll find my leadership blog series, the Daily Thought series and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to Dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.